Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. It is time once again for everybody to come aboard that Green Screens Media terrain. What is up? This is one and done on a Sunday. Talking hoops. I am the conductor of the aforementioned Green Screens train. My name is Jay Heinrich. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. William Cannon if you'd like. Would appreciate that. Follow me, I'll follow you back. That's how this works around these parts, okay? And then follow me and then my guy over here with me tonight, the captain of that Green Screens media ship, El Capitano himself in the hizzy. You can follow him on Twitter at MCHolland34. And if you aren't, you should be. He's that guy, Mike Collins. Mike, what it do, baby? What up? What up, man? I'm uh, excited to talk some news and notes, man. You know, I've been serving up, you know, four shows uh, a week right now. Um, just mixing and matching, man. So, uh, you know, we got a two-man box. Uh, you know, our guy Eric, like you said on Twitter, somewhere on the moon. <laughs> Playing tennis cold. with, yeah, yeah, with Aquaman and Chris Tucker. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly man. But I'm excited, <laughs> man. Let's uh, let's get the cats, uh, you know, that are joining us, and, and we'll rewatch later some news and notes, man. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so like Mike said, before we get into some news and notes from the weekend, uh, we can tie some things together from the topics that we've been letting you know about here for weeks and weeks and weeks now. Um, before we hop in, you know, our guy, Anthony G, hanging out with us in the chat, excited about that 10K up top tomorrow night, 3,100 entries. Let's go indeed. So while we are here for some news and notes tonight, we did put together a little core four, possibly for tomorrow, uh, for that Monday slate, where there's going to be a little bit of money on that line. So, Anthony G, this is just for you, Big Cat, and all the rest of y'all that are looking to make a little bit of money tomorrow. We're looking at that nice core four tomorrow. Jalen Wilson at 9,500. Mike Miles Jr. at 7,400. What a difference maker. And we'll talk a little TCU later, but what a difference maker with him back on the floor immediately there. Ty Rogers at 4,500 for a little bit of value, even if Shannon plays. And Derek Lively at 6,600 has the possibility of absolutely destroying Louisville if, big if, he can stay out of foul trouble. So let's go. The quick core four tonight, Jalen Wilson, Mike Miles Jr., Ty Rogers, Derek Lively. All right. Now. See what we got over oh, here. Comments. Comment. Jody's back. Man. Hey, Jody, what's up, man? Good to see yeah. you again. Yeah, Thanks man. for coming back in. Excellent. Back to see how the weekend was. <laughs> yeah, Jody, either way, happy to have you back. Uh, weekend was good. You know, yeah. we're, uh, we're really looking forward to this Tuesday slate coming up, and we'll hit on that tomorrow night. Yeah. But like Mike said earlier, we're going to hear, we're going to be here to talk a little bit about the news and notes from the weekend. Going to do some quick hitters first. Uh, before we dive into a few specific topics. For me, I want to talk a little bit about stuff that went down today. Um, Memphis pushing Houston to the limit without Kendrick Davis, who did warm up but was in a boot by tip-off. Uh, Memphis ended up falling to Houston, but um, nothing to be ashamed of there. Houston probably locked up a, a number one seed in the big dance uh, coming out of the AAC now. Uh, good showing from Memphis today without Davis. Um, He'll probably be back here their next game, I would imagine. 
Also, Bradley and my favorite Missouri Valley, well, Missouri Valley action here. Bradley momentarily took over first place in the Missouri Valley Conference after their eighth straight victory, playing some hot basketball right now. And then my guys from Drake, our guys from Drake, finished off Belmont to keep pace. So those two teams are tied atop the Missouri Valley right now. And again, remember, it's so important to get a top four seed in that conference tournament because those seeds get buys. Number five right now, uh, the odd team out is Belmont. Looking Drake, Bradley, Indiana State, Southern Illinois, and Belmont for the Missouri Valley. So good stuff from Bradley and Drake there. And Zach Eady, who is most likely going to be the national player of the year, in my opinion, 26 points, 11 boards, three blocks against a struggling Ohio State team, getting Purdue back on track after a few rough ones there. We noticed they've been struggling after starting off so hot, and a player like Edie can help you get back on track real quick. Mike, anything to take away from those quick hitters um, of me? And, and, and how about anything else from the weekend uh, that you wanted to touch on? Yeah, I mean, I think Edie's got it locked up at this point, right? Um, I mean – <laughs> just dominant, dominant, dominant. So, uh, yeah, I love, we love talking Missouri Valley, man. That was, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun to kind of watch today. Drake taking care of business. Um, you know, uh, uh, just a basket there separating the, uh, <laughs> the Bradley Southern Illinois game. So yeah, a lot of fun, man. I, I think my takeaways are from Saturday, uh, the big East. I mean, we know we've been talking about how it's been so jumbled up at the top. Um, you know, Marquette kind of taking their turn uh, at the top there in the driver's seat. But um, all the favorites up at the top are holding serve. So, you know, Xavier 82-68 over DePaul at home. Providence 85-72 over Villanova at home. And then Creighton on the road 77-67 to over St. John's. So, uh, yeah, we're probably not going to get any more clarity on the Big East until, uh, until we round into the uh, you know Tuesday-Wednesday here. And then uh, kind of a preview, uh, you know, we did mid-majors uh, last week. We're going to be talking about them again later this week. I believe that's on doc for our Thursday show. Uh, but I want to talk about the MAC and a coach and some teams uh, that we interviewed, and that's uh, the Toledo Rockets. You know, Coach uh, Todd Kowalchuk, he, uh, he sat down with myself and Eric uh, talking about his team, and, you know, they've been, they've been playing really well here. They're 12-2 and two in conference. Uh, them along with Akron, who's uh, 11 and three in the MAC, uh, they both held serve on Saturday. Uh, Toledo won 91 86 over Bowling Green on the road, and then Akron took down Buffalo at home 86 to 66. They're going to play each other Tuesday. It's going to be a huge game. Um, Kent State's also there at 12 and two. This is a one bid league. That's something that we talked to Coach Kowalczyk about. Uh, you know, he's kind of feeling that. Uh, they, they could put you know be a, a two bid league at the beginning of the year, but it just doesn't seem that way. Um, not a lot of multi bid mid majors this year um, outside of like the uh, the Mountain West and uh, potentially the Conference USA. Um, we don't really count AAC and uh, WCC as a you know those are <laughs> those got some powerhouses in them. So uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a fun one to watch on Tuesday. Uh, Akron also plays Kent State in the final game of the year. So, you know, we'll talk more about the MAC as we uh, as we do our, our Thursday show and break that down a little more. So, stay with us there. And the final thing that stuck out to me, we don't really talk too much Pac-12. Um, it seems like uh, it's just been a two-headed race the entire time. Uh, just not much action. There's just not a lot of great basketball being played in that conference. Um, and if it is, I'm typically asleep unless it's <laughs> UCLA or uh, Arizona there. So. Uh, UCLA is staying a game and a half ahead of Arizona. Um, they drowned Cal 78 to 43 on the road. 
Uh, they, you know, they got to avoid some traps here. They go to Utah and Colorado before the finale um, against Arizona. So, uh, yeah, man, those are just kind of some of my takeaways. We I had an awesome Saturday. Um, hit all four of my bet slips. Um, yeah, some that we posted on uh, or that we talked about on the uh, the Friday night show for the Saturday uh, slate. So, yeah, my wallet's feeling a little bit fatter. DFS wasn't as great. I know you had a decent time, but. Uh, any more takeaways before we kind of dive into the four topics? I think we have a few more comments here from uh, from Jody. Yeah, I saw Jody left uh, as a comment there. Now the hype has calmed down. Penny building a nice program. Absolutely, you know we we've seen some players come in and and take coaching jobs and and have a little bit of that steam behind them at the start and then sort of fade off. And and I do think that Penny has found a way now that it, the hype train has cooled a little bit to really just establish to dig in and, and do what he's trying to do and coach the way that he wants to coach. And Memphis is looking really sharp, 20 and seven overall. We've only lost, only lost once at home all season, obviously 10 and four in the AAC, which again, like we don't, that's a, that's, there's some big time basketball being played over there. So um, yeah, absolutely. Joey, that's a great point. And I also know our guy, Corey was checking in the chat. What's up, my guy. What it do, man. What it do, what Corey. Up, Corey? Hope, Hope you had some luck on that NASCAR race today. I made a little bit of money, not much, but had a little bit of a profit on the NASCAR DFS today. I know Corey was involved in a little bit of that too. So, skirt shirt. So, um, <laughs> right turn. Oh, by the way, left turn, left turn. <laughs> yeah, skirt shirt. By the way, if you've noticed, I'm in a different environment tonight, guys and, and girls that are watching. Okay. Are, I'm you, actually, are you in a safe place? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am in a safe place. Everything is good. I don't need to hold up a newspaper for a hostage video or anything like that. <laughs> I traveled up. I traveled up I-35. Bleep twice. Yeah. Uh, I traveled up I-35 with our guy Carrie, actually. Uh, Green Screens Media guy Carrie. Uh, traveled all the way up I-35 from Austin to St. Paul in one day. And we drove all the way up here. And I'm hanging out up here in St. Paul right now. Shout out to Vin brewing company here in uh in minneapolis with the blueberry lemonade uh thc seltzer shout out to that digging this a little bit can't get this down in buta in austin texas that's for dang sure but uh but yeah just wanted to let you guys know if you were noticing that uh my background looks a little bit different today that's why and of course you do because you're always here paying attention to what we're doing and we appreciate that about y'all that are here with the show. So, all right. Yeah, Anthony, what do we got there? Love yeah, the core like four. You guys are talking at one. Yep. Hey, love that core four. Yeah, we're all in on it, man. We're going to, I'll play a little bit. I, I wasn't even entertaining it because it's a smaller slate tomorrow. But now that we did a little core four action, I'm, I might uh, get a little bit of involvement there. So, good luck, Anthony, tomorrow in your slate. And uh, like I said, come back and join us tomorrow night again. So we yep. can, uh, you know, fill you in on that Tuesday slate. All right, let's head on into the first topic for our news and notes show. There's some quick hitters now. We're going to spend a little bit more time on this. Out of nowhere, went from no wins in this conference <laughs> to, you know, what do we got here? Four and ten all of a sudden now, and that's those Texas Tech Red Raiders, those pesky. Red Raiders, who of course had been playing a little some good basketball as the season has gone on, but they didn't get those bounces. And now in a tough Big 12, all of a sudden picking up some quad one wins, some quality victories for this Texas Tech team. And uh, yeah, the 78 to 72 game on the or win on the road on Saturday, man, that 
um, at West Virginia, who is down there at the bottom and is, you know, in danger of maybe not making this tournament now because the Big 12, we've discussed, is probably going to get eight teams. And West Virginia and Texas Tech, it's going to come down to the end and who's going to be that eighth. And, of course, you know, a little conference tournament action too. But who wants to play Tech in the conference tournament? I don't. I <laughs> mean, I don't. Now. So, yeah. So, Mike, what's uh, what's uh, what's your take on sort of how Tech has been handling their business? And how do you see the rest of this Big 12 season breaking down, specifically with Tech and maybe West Virginia? Yeah, well, they're tied now um, for that eighth spot, and that's critical. Um, now 15 and 12, 4 and 10. Still feels like outside, but it's like, man, you just rattled off four really good wins, and, um, you know, you're, you're back in the conversation, and that's where they need to be right now. So 78-72 road win. Um, we actually called them out at plus 6.5. Um, really wish we called out the money line, right? So, uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll take the plus six and a half where it wins regardless. But, uh, yeah, so for, for me, I mean, it comes down to if they can pick up a, a quality, either one, I mean, Texas Tech or West Virginia, who can pick up some more of these quality, you know, quad one wins, um, you know, even quad two. I mean, the Big 12 is just a dynamo, right? So Tech, their uh, last three or excuse me, four games here at Oklahoma then home against TCU at Kansas. Uh, that could be a huge one. You go on the road and beat Kansas. Um, and then finishing out with Oklahoma State, uh, seems like a little bit better chance than what you have here in West Virginia. I'm going to get Oklahoma State at home. Uh, also going to travel to Kansas, but also going to Iowa State, which is never a fun place to play, or Kansas State. Um, so it feels like Tech uh, with that Oklahoma game and kind of finishing out um, against OK State. Uh, they even have TCU at home, you know, ride the momentum here. If they can, you know, grow, go two and two and then, you know, win a, a game or two. And the man, it, it, it just seems like they're set up a, a little bit better now, um, whereas West Virginia seems to be sliding a little bit. So, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it comes out to Fardal's AMAC for me. I mean, he went 14 and 12. Uh, he was 7,100 on DraftKings, too, just kind of bringing some DFS talk. And uh, I was over him. And he scored 30 fantasy points. Like, we know he was a beast at Utah Valley. And, He's just been hurt, and now they're kind of a different team. Your boy Jalen Tyson, who <laughs> jumped off the train, dropped twenty-five points, and then Harmon was just steady. So, yeah, how can you uh, how can you not like this team right now? Uh, Mark Adams, you know, they got them rolling. So that's the thing about the Big Twelve is it just kind of comes in stretches, man. Uh, any any thoughts uh, between Tech and West Virginia for you before we uh, kind of move on? I think you're spot on here with the way that the schedule sets up and nobody really wanting to play tech. Nobody's really scared of West Virginia when they're not playing in Morgantown. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's not intimidating at all. And, and tech doesn't exactly have the best road record either, but it just feels like a different team right now getting hot at the right time. And one that I do feel like is going to make this run and get that eighth spot you know, obviously there'll be some bubble busters. There'll be some, there'll be yeah. a couple of these, you know, but a lot of these leagues, and we've talked about this, a lot of these leagues, especially mid-majors, there are one, one bid. We're going to see it so often. One bid. There's not going to be those, those teams that, you know, maybe outside of an FAU or something like that, where you have like these two bid leagues where we're probably looking at the quality and, and ordinarily they're not going to get two, two bids. Unless something crazy happens, the Big 12 is going to get eight teams, and I do think that Texas Tech is going to be that eighth team. Yeah, Kerry. I got Kerry actually checking hey. in. What to do? What to do? Got to get that Zen THC Seltzer sponsorship. Indeed. Oh, Let's work on that. Let's work that in. Let's work that into the old agenda here. 
Oh, but, man, from uh, the moon, yeah. our guy from checking in from the moon landing. Hey, yeah, yeah. How's that tennis going with Aquaman and Chris Tucker, my guy? You doing okay <laughs> back there? Appreciate you, Eric, in the comments. Hey, and all of you, we, we appreciate all of the activity here in the live chat, in the comments section. Uh, keep it up. We appreciate that. We love interacting with everybody. And if you haven't already, make sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons. Do your part in the Green Screens Media Universe. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate how much y'all have been interacting lately. It's been great. It's a lot. It's fun. I like talking to Mike and Eric, but you know, being able to interact with y'all. Yeah, don't lie. You like talking to me more. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, possibly. You know, I don't. You know, I don't. Eric's in the comments and stuff. I don't want to bag on him too hard without him being able to be here to defend himself. But uh, you know, Mike's my favorite. Okay. All right. We moved on now to the next. Okay. What do we got here? Oh gosh. Let's move on to this next topic here, Mike. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it again. <laughs> we're we're going to do it. We're going to talk low-scoring basketball again. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, here we go. This is the question I'm going to pose to you right now, Mike. All right. Is there a more absolutely fraudulent <laughs> team than Tennessee in the country? <laughs> I think I sent you a text on what Saturday, and I just said like, if you were betting Tennessee to win this entire thing on your on your bracket, like you are absolutely out of control. You're a madman. I, I dig that about you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> as Cuba Gooding said. Um, yes. Yeah, this is a. Uh, I don't know, man. Like it, it doesn't. I mean, there were obviously. It, Kentucky's no slouch, but still, man, like mm -mm. it's the it's the offensive output. It's crazy. I mean, you lose sixty six to fifty four uh, at Kentucky. You shoot six for twenty seven from three. Um, you know, I was told there was no math on this show, but that's uh, twenty two percent. And then four for fourteen from the free throw line. Like, I mean, what are we doing here? Twenty nine percent. I mean, yeah, they're coming off the big win against Bama after coming off the two buzzer beaters. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, so. I'm okay to put to put them in the round of 32, but um, man, they run into you know run into one of these, <laughs> you know, one of these teams that's hot, or you know, you get one of the top dogs. I just I don't know, man. Like they got handled by Kentucky twice. Look at their February; they scored 54 in a loss at Florida, and obviously there's Colin Castleton was there, but still, like Florida, you know, kind of underachieving uh, this year, now, especially with Castleton out. And then you guys talk about it every time, you and Eric, when they won that game against Auburn, 40, oh, scoring 40, it was a 46 to 43. 46 to 44. Yeah, 44. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, what are we doing here? And we're scarred because, you know, we had Rick Barnes here for a long time. and But then he kind of switched it up and just hasn't seemed to uh, do that quite yet at Tennessee. It looks like he's just all, all about his defensive mentality again. Um, you know, you lose to Vanderbilt, scoring 65. The sweep against Kentucky, I mean – you scored 54, but you only scored 56 last time. So it's like, right. I don't know. I just don't. I, can you be confident filling out your bracket and getting them to an elite eight? Like it just, I mean, I get it. They're number one in defensive efficiency, but, and that's going to keep you in every game, but come on at some point, like you got to have to make some baskets, especially if you're going to shoot, you know, in the twenties from the free throw line and from three, like, come on. Yeah. That's horrific. And no, the, the short answer is no, I can't feel confident putting them through, Pardon me. Into the second weekend, um, it's the classic Rick Barnes sort of scenario here, where you look at the talent on this team and you look at their peak. And I don't mean defensive peak. This is a defensive team, like you said, Mike. This is a team that wins with their defense, 
Every once in a while finds a way to somehow show that they can score 65 or 70, but they live to play in the 50s. And it, it, it does not work for me in terms of even being remotely excited about moving. This seltzer's got me. <laughs> Excuse me. What else? What else is in that thing, man? You got some, <laughs> got some extra stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, but not so, with you, man. Yeah, I mean, I just can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it, man. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get out of this Tennessee talk. Um, do you guys watch and feel like Tennessee is like a second weekend sort of a team? I mean, this is uh, it's tough, right? Because they're going to be at worst a three, don't you think? Yeah, like, I, I, well, I, at worst, I mean, it feels like it, but I don't <laughs> like it. Wouldn't surprise me if they drop, you know, another couple of games here. I don't know. I'm, I just I hate watching that type of basketball, right? Yeah, like, it just makes my eyes bleed, and that's how you get beat by you know a, a fourteen, a thirteen, like, and by a good team that's hot. That's you know a a four or five. You know, I mean, like a six, and I guess in their case, so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's scary. I'm just off of it. Yeah, I'm off of it too. And and I yeah, anything that has to do with Tennessee, I'm pretty much done with it. And, and until the next time we come in here and talk about how they only put up 48 points and and only hit you know four free throws all game long. So yeah, I think it's a good idea to move on now. Let us know in the chat if you think Tennessee is worth a um, you know a second weekend or a beyond pick in your bracket right now. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think Jody's in here. Uh, <laughs> Jody only oh, one sweet sixteen. That sounds like the Big Ten right there. <laughs> yeah, Kentucky swept them, and yeah, like I said, Dale, Tennessee only scored fifty four and fifty six against them. So Kentucky had yeah. that huge win at Tennessee, um, where people were off of Kentucky, um, and then you know now we're I guess kind of back on the train. It's like them in North Carolina were just flip flopping every other game. <laughs> yeah, and 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 um, we'll hit up North Carolina here in a little bit too. Yeah. But before then, let's go back to some more Big 12 action. This is uh, this is obviously, in most people's opinions, the best conference in basketball, top to bottom, with the quality that's in this league, night in and night out. Every game feels like it's a quad one victory and a big win if you can get it in this conference. After starting off pretty slow, I think they were down yeah. 15 or 16 at half. Yeah. Uh, the Kansas came back and won uh, against Baylor on Saturday, 87 to 71. 13 quad one wins for this Jayhawk team, Mike. Yeah. It's, you know, Kansas is out there. They're a top 10, top eight, top five, maybe top four sort of a team, depending on how the rest of this run goes uh, and before the, uh, the the bracket is released. What do we make of, of Kansas right now? But not just Kansas. You know, Baylor's sort of in an interesting spot right now, too, uh, atop this conference as well. Yeah, and man, like what a game! Um, what a second half. Baylor now nine and six. So you, so you look at it here, and and it's Kansas and Texas tied at ten and five. Which last game of the year in Austin, Kansas coming to town? Could that be for an outright? I don't know because Texas kind of limped through that. Uh, well, it was a desperate Oklahoma team um, <laughs> taking their best punches. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, they they destroyed um, – <laughs> who was it? Oh, uh, you destroyed uh, Alabama? Yeah. The, uh, you know, so we know that they can ball out. So, Texas escaping with that one, both 10-5. and five. Baylor's 9-6. and six. And you have K-State and Iowa State, both 8-6. and six. Oh, man. For Kansas, like, they're surging. I mean, I didn't think this was going to happen this year. When you replace all these dudes, man, like – I mean, Abaji, Braun, McCormick in the middle, like 
you know, there were questions about Jalen Wilson um, being a you know top dog, and he's been everything uh, and more. Uh, probably have him if TJD wasn't going bonkers right now. Probably have him second or third in the uh, you know National Player of the Year voting. He went twenty-one and thirteen. <clears throat> Uh, in this Baylor game, DeJuan Harris, if he's going to play like this and go 14 points, nine assists, and play his lockdown defense, yeah, yeah, this uh, this team's dangerous. Then Grady Dick, right? Uh, bonus with the five star actually shows up and is is a five star, um, you know, score can you know, grab some boards. Uh, and then Kevin McCuller, obviously, just a tough kid who knows the Big 12 coming over from Texas Tech. Like, yeah, I thought they would have uh, some troubles with outside shooting in that first game of the year. I think I sent a tweet out and said. You can like Grady Dick needs to be playing because the lineup that you have out there, it doesn't have any shooting. And he inserts shooting into the lineup to go along with Wilson. You know, Dewan Harris every now and then can knock it down. McCullough every now and then can knock it down. But you know, when you just have one guy that can spread the floor consistently, it's tough. Now, when you get two guys out there that can spread the floor, it's a game changer um on the offensive side. So they, you know, Bill Self and like he knows what he's doing, right? He made a quick change. I believe it was like the very next game <laughs> Grady Dick was inserted into the starting lineup. So yep. um yeah, I mean he knows what he's doing. I, until I see anything different, um I would love my horns to our horns to somehow win this uh <laughs> win this league. But you know what would happen, right? They win the league and they're bounced in the first uh <laughs> the first game of the Big 12 tournament. Um, that's just how good this league is, man. But for Kansas, like they got TCU coming up at TCU. Um, for for EJ, is that a is that a trap game? Do you see TCU? Um, you know, taking it here. They're, they're I think they're a two point favorite. I think it's uh yeah. Was it uh, tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. yeah, tomorrow night. And this is absolutely a trap game for Kansas. Yeah. Um, mentioned it earlier. Mike Miles Jr. <laughs> being back on the floor, my guy. Um, hey, don't forget talk? Eddie. Don't forget Eddie Lampkin. <laughs> Lampkin was back too. He didn't yeah. have. He didn't quite have the statistical game uh, the other night that that Miles did. But Lampkin's back too from injury. Both of those guys being on the floor for them, it, TCU is dangerous. That is a dangerous team when they're firing off on all cylinders. And I do think that this is this is the game where you know, TCU just dropped a hundred the other night. Like yeah. this is like. I mean, a, a hundred hundo burger on Oklahoma State. On Oklahoma State, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a team that is fighting at, in this conference, just like they are, and, uh, and the top ten defense. Like, yeah, like, I needed I that see that coming. <laughs> needed that win. Absolutely needed that win. And TCU just now, nah, Mike Miles comes in. It's the Mike Miles show. Takes care of business. Uh, that's just going to be a fun one to watch. Whether or not we're involved with the uh, on the DFS side tomorrow night or not. Uh, tune into that one for sure and see some good Big 12 basketball. All right. Before we move on to the last, um, you know, little bit of the uh, last game that we're going to spend some time on and focus on here, let us know what you think about this Big 12. You know, Kansas seems like a team to me that can definitely make it all the way. When Texas is firing off on all cylinders, <laughs> they should name the conference the Big Quad One. Basically, I, I don't know. I don't have the statistics. Um, in front of me, but I bet that combined the Big 12 has more quad one wins oh, yeah. than any other conference, and it's probably not even close, right? Oh, yeah. Like it's, oh, it's, by a, it's by a bunch. Um, that old iron sharpens iron thing, I think we're going to see it uh, hold true as the tournament progresses, and Kansas is somebody that I may be penciling in to go a long, long, long way. Hey, shout out Taylor here, man. Uh, 
Thanks for joining us. Kansas going back to back. Man, if you'd have told me that at the beginning of the year, I would have taken your bet and I <laughs> feels like I'm gonna lose some money, but yeah, wouldn't feel as good about that right now. Shadow, thanks yeah. for joining us, man. Yeah, Appreciate for that. Sure. Thanks for hopping into the chat. It's it's kind of hard to argue, honestly, with that right now. Uh, and that was maybe that's a little bit of foreshadowing for me. And when we get down to our bracket uh, bracketology no, show, no, hey, no. I'm just saying, hey, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I, I still I told you guys I love that the Kansas has 13 quad one wins yeah, and leads Purdue by four games. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, all over that man. And, and Purdue has 10 quad ones. I oh, know. I think they have nine. I did next. I think Texas and and Purdue are next with nine. So yeah. Right. Kansas handling business, but man, I don't know, Jake. Like. Uh, don't we have to go down this road right now? Cancel the national. <laughs> no, the no, we don't. Let's not. This thing is wide open. They <laughs> get beat in the second round. Especially since you know, and, and I told Max Aismas. <laughs> yes, I do want. I, I do want to see some Max Aismas action in the tournament, and I'm hoping we will because that's one of that's another one of those. Uh, or if Oral Roberts doesn't win their conference tournament. We're going to be robbed of seeing this guy in 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 the big in the big dance, and uh, so hopefully they can come through and uh, and take care of that. Let's move on now. Uh, let's move away from the Big Twelve a little bit and, and and talk about the ACC. Eric and I were both documented on this show yeah. as say, <laughs> here we go, as Kentucky was in and North Carolina was out. It's looking more, North Carolina is going to have a harder time now getting in. Still on that bubble, um, but losing on the road to NC State. Obviously, NC State number twenty-three in the country right now. It's it, it's not it's not necessarily that you go on the road and lose in this in this instance. For me, Mike, it's more about what they didn't do in this game, and it was basically focused around their two stars. And then just fizzled down the stretch and didn't have enough to get the job done. So, um, what is it about North Carolina right now that is holding them back? And what are they going to have to do to really get off of that bubble? And even even into the first four, you know, because they'll they'll because yeah. I think Kentucky is going to be a lock. Yeah, yeah, they're going to get a seed. They're not going to have to play their way in like that. But if this committee finds a way to put North Carolina into that first four. What's it going to take, you know, for them to even be competitive? Because right now I'm not really liking what I'm seeing from the Tar Heels. Yeah, well, we've been banging the drum on how to be competitive, and that is to play through Baycott. Um, and, yeah, they just have a tendency to just jack up threes. Like, look, man, they're missing Brady Manic. Like, I like Nance. He's a good player. Um, but Brady Manic, man, he just gave this team a different type of ceiling. Look, I, I think the thing that we've been talking about, the old quad one, um, zero it, zero quad one wins is that yep. like that's i would i would have lost a lot of money on that that preseason which is why you're absolutely crazy for betting and you think preseason college basketball because then you have Pitt ending up at the top of the acc right now um you know along with a, with a virginia team that uh you know was supposed to be there so a lot of a lot of things mm -hmm. that can and a lot of things you don't see um happening so that's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eric, that's that's not a lot, man. Um, get back to your tennis game, all right? <laughs> um, but yeah, like look, losing to North Carolina State, no slouch, right? Like yeah. hype them up, like hype these guys up. I was so excited about their roster this year, especially when they got Traquavian Smith back. And then they brought over Jarkel Joyner. Man, you do not want to see these guys in the tournament. Like no. You love to talk about guard play, like these two dudes. Like, oh my goodness! 
And then you add my big man down there uh, with his little, you know, little footwork and yeah, soft nice. the big body, like real DJ nice. Burns, just doing his thing. Yeah. Former, former Big South Player of the Year. Um, yeah, I, I think they're a really great team. I, I, I still think they have more ceiling than what people believe. Uh, but hey, like. Here's the thing with North Carolina, right? They still, most of the times that they're on the court, they will still have more talent than the other team that they are playing. Yep. And at some point it could click and it's going to be absolutely scary. The thing is, is like, they're just not shooting as well from three as they did last year, man. Like it is a huge difference. And if you're just going to chuck up threes and, you know, go and have some nights where love goes, you know, one for 10 from three and RJ Davis goes, you know, over four, like, it's just not a recipe for winning, especially if you're going to turn the ball over and, and not play through Baycott. Baycott, uh, you know, 16 and 14, right? Yep. So, man, like, look, I did my um, I did my victory lap, uh, what, a few weeks, uh, about a week ago when they got the win the other day and, and Kentucky uh, Kentucky fell, right? <laughs> not, so now you guys can take y'all's victory lap. Um, Jody here <laughs> on the quad yep. one just as many quad one wins as your local YMCA. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> same as same as just as many quad wins as one and done has right here on the <laughs> on the Green Screens Media Network. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Yeah, same same number of quad one wins for sure. Yeah, that's hey, tough. And I'm just tough. mad at North Carolina right now because I was four for four on my parlays yesterday and. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get the early parlay in, and they just collapsed at the end. I was getting them, you know, plus on the money line. I was like, they need this one, they're gonna get this one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm, I'm done with uh, Sunday betting. Uh, <laughs> I was like, let me, let me throw a few flyers out there on the uh, NASCAR event. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like for me, I, I I just see the talent, and there's a chance every time, and ah, uh, like. It's going to be rough if they don't make it. They're going to be the first number preseason number one to um, not make it to the tournament, which would be crazy, absolutely crazy. Any any last thoughts on that? I think it's going to happen. I don't think they're <laughs> going to make the tournament. I've, I've, I've been on this for a few weeks now. I don't think they're a tournament team. They sure as heck don't look like a tournament team right now. We should right make now. a one-and-done bet right here. We can <laughs> Right here, all right. What is it? What's the bet? What are, what are we doing? One of us has to run the Dallas from Austin. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. That, that Dallas nightclub. Is, <laughs> that's the only Dallas in Austin that I'm running to, and even then, I ain't going there. I promise you that. So, no, uh, nah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do a couple of pennies. <laughs> all right, that works. That or, works for or, sure. Or, yeah, or one of us has to buy one the other into a big jam. <laughs> all right, big maybe jam. we could work that out. We'll figure that out. All right, good deal. For our games there that we uh, hit, wanted to hit on and, and elaborate a little bit for some weekend action here, don't forget to smash, and I do mean smash, those like and subscribe buttons when you can. Got some new commenters today. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us and interacting with us on the show. Keep bringing it. We love that. We love to hear from y'all. We got some new pop-up here. What do we got? Oh, Jody, what's, that, that's what I'm talking about. NC State is the top North Carolina team. Let's go. Highest ceiling, I think. At least for right I agree. now. For right now, Jody, it's a great point to make. Yeah. Man, yeah. Well, it, I'm not I'm not touching North Carolina with <laughs> your money. Okay, Mike. So yeah. uh yeah, no, it's a that's a good point to make here. I did. Dr. Yeah, Roto. Mike's Mike's got the receipts on NC State too. A comment over there from Dr. Yeah. over there. He does, and that's you know, Mike was on that and and that is a team, man, with Smith. That's we didn't even talk about so so Jarkel Joyner dropping 29 
in that yeah. game. Went nuclear. <laughs> the well, second half. So that's the thing is I don't even think NC State played their best game today. They only had five guys score. Yeah. It was four guards and DJ Burns, and that's <laughs> it. But when those guards are playing that well, nobody wants to play this team in March, man. Nobody. Yeah. I love the guard play. You know I like to talk about guard play. And, uh, you NC could, you State could write guys. a book about it, man. <laughs> I could. I could write. I could. You know, I could. I'd have to include in there, though, you know, like, you know, my my greatest single game achievement as a point guard, I had 10 assists in one game, but I also had nine turnovers in that same game. So yeah, it balances itself out. That's how I would start off my book, I think. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Moving on now to, oh, got a little betting lines for tomorrow, Mike. We wrapped up some news and notes. Let's hit some betting lines for tomorrow. Let's give the people a few things to look at here in terms of some lines, some numbers. What are you liking? Yeah, so obviously a smaller slate um, on a Monday. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it here, man. And Louisville, whatever that was, like a great win um, against Clemson. Uh, embarrassing loss for Clemson. Uh, that's funny, man. I looked at the plus 10 and a half, and I was like, this is a game that Clemson – Clemson was fool's gold from – kind of from the jump for me um, in this ACC title or ACC championship run. Uh, and now they're showing that, but that, that final dunk at the end, I think is LLS. Like I, I get it, man. They've had a long season. It's been a long couple of years, uh, especially everything that happened last year. Like I get it. Right. But still there's come on sportsmanship. Like let, let's act like you, you, you know, you've won three other games. <laughs> let's act like you've won one of those. I think they're going to get the, the breaks beaten as you would like to say, the breaks beaten off of them <laughs> yeah. going to Duke. Um, it's 18 and a half, which I almost never suggest, but in this instance, I, I feel like it's just, I, I feel like they're going to get beat by like 25, 30, man. So, um, you know, if you want to use this as uh, more of a, you know, a little $10 money line booster, um, when you play like a two or three game parlay and make it a fourth game or a third game. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see them being very competitive. So um, looking at that Louisville Duke game, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, are, you have a similar path on that, or you think Louisville can can make it a fight, man, on the road? No, I don't, and I don't normally mess with anything eighteen and a half of anybody. Um, but if I was going to pick a side, I would pick Duke here. Yeah, it, it, it's just uh, I, Louisville's having a a season yeah. where it's yeah, just full of gold in that last game. Like it, you know, it's a nice little story. They wasted all their energy, like. It feels like they're just going to get rocked. <laughs> and, then you, and, then you, and then you go to the Coach K Dome and, and like, you, like yeah. you alluded to, get the absolute brakes beaten off of them uh, yeah. by the Blue Devils, and I, I'm with you there. What else we got? Uh, yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. little Big 12 action here. Okie State, um, five-and-a-half-point dogs here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what are you liking on this side? Kind of like the plus five and a half. I, we love the uh, the Big Twelve. Man, been making money over the last week just riding the Big Twelve team that needs to come back, right? Like we had K State yep. beating Oklahoma. Um, you know, anytime someone's backs are against the wall, they need that Texas Tech over West Virginia. Now, okay, State. I like the points here. I don't know if I like the outright win, but I feel like it's going to be a dogfight. And I like the under. Look, I chased the under. It was the one bet that I missed um, on Saturday. Uh, I had no idea that TCU would score 98 points. Um, <laughs> I think it was 98 yeah. against Oklahoma State. And uh, this is going to be – I feel like this is going to be those ugly Big 12 dogfights um, at West Virginia. crowd's going to be insane because they need this one. 
Where are you at on it? You taking the plus five and a half? And are you going under with me at 143 and a half? I'm not. I'm actually taking West Virginia at home in this game. I don't I don't mind the I don't mind the under. Um, but uh, I actually like West Virginia at home in this instance because again, like we're saying, and first of all, let's not shortchange TCU, okay? That was a hundred spots the other <laughs> oh, night. That was, was ninety eight. It, it was hundred <laughs> to, to seventy five. Uh, I okay. watching when it went past 140. So, <laughs> so this – <laughs> I understand why. You talk about a team that needs a win. Yeah. And both of these teams need wins now. I'm going to go to the home team that needs the win here the most. Um, and I think West Virginia does cover that number as well. Let's move on now a little Big Ten action. Mike, uh, give us a game in the Big Ten that you're looking at. Yeah, Minnesota plus 14 and a half um, at Illinois. 135 and a half. I don't know that I like either one of these numbers. Um, look, we we think that uh, Shannon's going to be back after the concussion. Uh, a great game um, against Indiana. Uh, really hard fought. Matthew Mayer went bonkers. The DFS side man, like, had a few shares of him. I just couldn't really put you know, anything else around him uh, for the most part. But, uh, man, I don't, if you want to use Illinois as just like a, you know, just as a, a parlay booster for a couple bucks, like on the money line, I don't mind it. But uh, Minnesota, I mean, they're not great, right? But just a little uncomfortable um, with Illinois covering 15 points. Uh, I don't know, Jay, are you, uh, you think they can cover the 15? Minnesota's, I mean, they've been terrible. <laughs> they're pretty bad. Uh, again, this is this is getting into the territory that I usually don't like to mess around with, 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 yeah. the, with the points this high, uh, with 14 and a half. Uh, if, if I would have to pick a side on that line i'm i'm probably going to take illinois to cover that yeah. um but but i like your thought process more of just using illinois money line here as a booster because they're not going to lose this game yeah. um they're taking care of business right now and i like that yeah the the the, the 135 and a half too it's sort of <laughs> yeah that's right I'm like that. that's just right in that murky area where i don't i don't feel like messing with that sort of a number um and if illinois is on yeah. It could, it could. I mean, this could end up in the one, the the mid one forties, like yeah. this. Yeah. Um. So I, I'll probably stay away from it. Um. This game, but I do like your approach there for the Illinois money line as a, a little booster there for your parlay. Lastly, Mike, let's go back to the Big Twelve. Kansas yeah. TCU, big matchup here. Where are you leaning? Oh man, I knew. I know TCU been banging the drum on their uh, on their futures line, so. I, <laughs> when I saw their two and a half point favorites, though, it just immediately, I just looked at like Kansas and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't mind having Kansas plus money here. <laughs> um, yeah, plus two and a half plus money on the money line. I'll go ahead and take uh, take Kansas case I get that buzzer beater there. 149 and a half, man. Are you uh, you laying the points with TCU and under over? You got a, got a feeling on it? I just I just hinted to you how I feel about Kansas and the rest of this season. So for me to uh, for me to go back now and and not pick them to win this Big Twelve matchup might be a little bit uh, backwards. But TCU with with the injuries returning and that that game against Oklahoma State that is peak TCU. And if they're they're coming off that high. Did they blow it all in that game? I don't know. We'll see. You know, is Kansas going to come in focused and ready to rock? 
<clears throat> pardon me, on the road up in Fort Worth. It's so hard not to take Kansas here just because of where they are and how well they've been playing. Um, but on the road, you, you want it. You want the minus two and a half. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> You're right. Give me TCU minus two and a half. All right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, here we go. Cameron. Hey, he's back, Damn. man. Cameron yeah. is back. Yeah. I am back. The two-team Kansas State Arkansas pick was great. Seemed like a smooth bet. I didn't sweat very much. Any two-teamer for tomorrow? Well, Cameron, we just gave you a couple of interesting plays there, yeah. um, you know, that you might be able to use to get this bread a little bit, like we like to say. If I, um, if I, let, me, let me take a stab and see if we can. And maybe you can take a little stab here on your, little minus, on your minus two and a half here. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> I like taking the, uh, the Oklahoma State plus five and a half um, and then – Give me the Kansas money line. Like, let's let's get it popping because I know you're going to disagree with both. <laughs> the camera can decide which uh, which green screen media member he's a fan favorite. <laughs> well, judging by the way that your tickets have been cashing, I have a feeling I know which way he should go. Um, but you know, my two teamer for tomorrow will be uh, will be TCU minus two and a half, and um, I'm going to take West. I'm going to take West Virginia to cover that five and a half at home too. So I'm going to take two. Two Big 12 favorites. So it's, me against, it's me against you tomorrow in this game, oh, these two games, yeah. man. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And we love you guys for uh, jumping <laughs> in and interacting with us. Yeah, Eric, you know, I just hope everybody goes out there, has a good time, <laughs> plays their best, you know, both teams play hard. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, just, just hope everybody goes out and has a great time. We have a great time sitting here talking with you guys, too. And uh, thanks for tuning in. This was the news and notes show. You know, like Mike said when we started the show, we, we're hitting you three, four days a week now as we as we get down to the tournament. We're gonna be in Vegas in like what three weeks, like a month, something like that, covering that second weekend of the tournament. We're gonna be coming at you three, four times a week, every week leading up to it, bringing you the news and notes, bringing you the DFS plays, bringing you the betting lines, and the over unders. You know why? So you can get this bread, baby. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.